Welcome to The Daily Stoic, where each day we read a short passage designed to help you cultivate the strength, insight, wisdom necessary for living the good life. Each one of these passages is based on the 2,000-year-old philosophy that has guided some of history's greatest men and women. For more, you can visit us at dailystoic.com. Power and success can make you better. Lord Acton's line is so famous and so undeniably true that most people don't even know that it's a real quote from a real person. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. It's been proven time and time again in history. When people get power, it changes them. That's why the biggest breakthroughs in the evolution of government have been around checks and balances on power so that no one person can be fully corrupted. And if they are corrupt, can't simply do whatever they want. Marcus Aurelius didn't have much of a choice as far as the government he took over. Rome hadn't been a republic for several generations. Marcus wasn't even born into the emperorship. He was chosen for it by the emperor Hadrian. So too was his stepfather Antoninus. Yet this is what makes their reigns so remarkable. As Ernest Renan observed, it's nearly unbelievable that two models of irreproachable virtue are to be found in its ranks, and that the most beautiful lessons of patience and disinterestedness could proceed from a condition which we may suppose was unreservedly exposed to all the seductions of pleasure and vanity. Just think about what the emperors before them had done. Nero killed his mother and stepbrothers. It is said that Claudius appointed his horse as senator, Augustus, Octavian at the time, executed 300 senators. Even after Marcus, look at Commodus. His own son spent most of his time slaughtering animals in the Colosseum because he enjoyed wanton killing more than serving the state. And who could tell him to do otherwise? Both Marcus and Antoninus had unlimited power too, unlimited wealth, unlimited sycophants, but they ignored it. They didn't give in to it. They did their jobs instead. They stayed true to their values. They were virtuous. This must have been extraordinarily difficult, and in resisting it, proved Lord Acton at least partially wrong. It's not that power corrupts absolutely. It is that power reveals the character of those who are susceptible to corruption, who are corrupt in their bones. Renan believed that the throne sometimes is an aid to virtue, and Marcus Aurelius certainly would not have been what he was if he had not exercised supreme power. By that, he means that as a regular citizen, Marcus still would have been virtuous. That was his character. But it would have been much less impressive, wouldn't it? The temptations and opportunities of power make his goodness shine brighter and more of an example to each of us. Today, we should remain wary of power and fame, for they are hard to resist. But if we find ourselves in the spotlight or in a position of leadership, let us see that as both a gift and a challenge. Can we be good despite it? Can we strive to be an example for others to follow? Can power be an aid to our virtue? Let it reveal our character and let us rise to the occasion. I think one of the most interesting things that Marcus said is actually a line we have on a poster, which I have hanging on my wall. He said, let there be no more arguing what a good man is like, be one. And I think that's what allowed him to sort of 
pushed through or passed Lord Acton's warning. He was so dedicated to being the person that his philosophy wanted him to be that the temptations were really something that he could push aside. And so I hope you'll check that out. You can go to dailystoic.com slash store. I have it hanging on the wall in my office for this reason. You know, you don't want power to corrupt and you don't want it to corrupt absolutely. And there are exceptions to these rules. And I think Marcus is one of them. And that's why he's someone that we want to study. 